Blog Talk Radio. Another Monday. Thank you for joining the show. Um, we got a hot topic today. You know, whew, yeah, we got a hot one today. But uh, before we start there, y'all, this is Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com slash barberzone. The number is 347-637-3850. We're coming live right here from the Barberzone Barber Studio, 3839 South High Street in Columbus, Ohio. Be sure to hit us up. Google us, barbazone.org, the official website. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, email us at barbazone at gmail.com. You know, we get a lot of emails and conversations back and forth. I appreciate the love. We was, You know, we was gone for a little bit. You know, we had to take care of what God put on our plate, so some things had to, you know, go by the wayside for a little bit, but you know, we're back. So I use that song, we're doing it again. So, y'all, thank you for the support. Thank you for the love and the encouragement. We're back on the air. The voice of the barber is back on the air. So we got a lot of interesting topics coming up. You know, we see a lot of things on the Internet. I have a lot of conversations with a lot of barbers, a lot of shop owners, a lot of instructors. So that's so why I had to bring the voice back, y'all. We got a lot of things to talk about. It's a lot of things going on in the barber industry, right and wrong. So we're gonna bring that to y'all right here in the barber zone with your man Chavez right here. So y'all, um, the topic of the day: Should unlicensed barbers be allowed in the shop? Unlicensed barbers be allowed in the shop, and if they are. How could they affect the industry? Think about that. Unlicensed barbers, like unlicensed doctors and unlicensed surgeons and unlicensed dentists. Hmm. Y'all, that's something to think about. Um, Before we get started, y'all, before we go too far, like we do, you know, we got to do it here in the barber zone as, you got to do every day. You got to take take a little time for you go into a situation or go into your day or whatever you're about to do. 
take a little time and, and, and give a little thanks and say, thank you, Father, for another day. Thank you for, the, for another opportunity, another blessing that we can affect somebody's lives in a positive way, the way you, the way you affect our lives. We can't be you. All we can do is be a reflection of you right here in our barbershops, in our barbershops. As we go through our days, we have our trials and we have our struggles, but we know you're our strength. You're our rock. So we just take a little time and say, we know it gets hard in the shops day in and day out, but just thank you for being our comfort. After them long days when we don't want to do it anymore, you, you send somebody in to brighten our life or brighten our day. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for our health and our strength and our mind, these talents and these skills that you've given us, that we may use them in, in, in your glory, for your honor, not for our selfish gains, not for our egos, and not for the money, but just for you and blessing somebody else through the talents that you've given us. Father, I thank you for the Barber Zone. Thank you for this show. May it be used for a positive vehicle in this trade that we love. And as we go on, we just all we can say is thank you. In your son Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. Y'all right here in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez right here on Blog Talk Radio. The number is 347-637-3850. Hey, y'all, make sure you, you go to blogtalkradio.com slash barberzone and become a friend of, of, of the show. You know, we appreciate the love, appreciate the support. So, you know, we got a few people on the line. Appreciate y'all. Um, what I'm going to do it is call out your area codes. We get a few people out the same area code. I'll call your first three numbers on your, on your phone number, and then that will let you know it's your turn to talk. If you want to, if you want to say something, press 1. Call 347-637-3850. Simply press 1. Excuse me. Let, let me know you want to say something about this topic this evening. I uh, want to give a, um, you know, we all, I always got to, you know, shout out to people and, 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 and see people as doing some positive contributions to the barber game. Not that he hasn't always, but, you know, right when I was bringing the show, the show back, this brother started throwing these crazy questions and ideas and topics out on everybody six, seven, eight, 20 times a day. You know, my man Alex Campbell, bro, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So we see you. You're making a stink in the shop. So um, it's not always about the, the, the videos and the designs and, and the classes and all of that. It's about them thoughts, them things that go on in the shop all day, every day. So that's what we're going to be talking about, stuff that goes on, excuse me, in the shop daily, those topics, those things as far as, you know, education. We talked about the education. We're going to talk about the legality, the business of barbering. I got a hot one coming up in a few weeks, y'all. We're talking about the business of barbering. Who governs us? Who is our voice? Do we have a voice? Or are we just a bunch of individuals in our separate states, and our separate cities, 
that get it, you know, find a few other people with our like mind and our like vision, and, you know, we do our best to, to, to raise the awareness and raise the respect of this trade. But do we really have a voice? When it comes down to us, legally, do we have a voice? But, you know, that's a whole other show. We're going to talk about that. But we, we're talking about the bootleg barbers, the barbers that are in the shops with no license, with no, no, no sort of training that are cutting people's hair and, and performing services that educated um, professional barbers are doing. So, uh, hmm. No, I don't think they should be in there. I'm just going to say no. They haven't gone through the training and, and the processes that us professionals have. Whether you're brand new in the game, you only had your license since today when they take the state boards. Congratulations to everybody that took their state boards and passed today. Or you've been in the game 30 years. Just because you can cut a hair in your bathroom or in your kitchen with a pair of clippers don't mean that you're a professional barber. You have to learn. You have to go through the processes. You have to go to school. You have to go through training. You have to learn about the sanitation processes, the communicable diseases, and all of that and everything. You can't just, you know, jump in and say, hey, I can cut and I can do that. No, there's a lot more to go through it. So, but I'm not going to talk. I want to hear y'all talk. We got callers from the 614 right here in, in, in Columbus, the 561, the 678. And we got some 404. That's from down south Georgia people. Thank you all for holding on. We're going to start with a caller from the 561. Welcome in the Barber Zone. Who we got on the line with us from the 561? Uh, this is Cedric Bell of 561 uh, down here in Aventura, Florida. Um, part of Barber Life by way of Alex Campbell out of Atlanta. Okay. Welcome to the show. Good brother. Welcome to the show. Hey, go on yeah, and um. Go, go on and tap into that topic, there, good brother. Should, should unlicensed barbers now, 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 now? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see if I, I'm gonna see if, if, if this makes a difference. All right, we have some individuals who have no aspirations on going to school for whatever reason. They don't, they don't, they don't want to spend the time. They don't want to put the effort in. They don't want to pay booth rent. But then you have some barbers who have that aspiration of going to school, and they wanna, and they wanna bootleg. Let's see what it is. They wanna bootleg in the shop a little bit to get that money to get in barber school. So, what about you know bootlegging in the shop? What you think about that, good brother? Well, man, I, I can tell you like this, man. I've been in the barber game since uh, I stepped in the game. Uh, I forgot my first pair of clippers around 12 years old. Um, and before I went to college, uh, my, my, my parents wanted me to get a trade. Uh, so the trade was barbering. Um, I went to school, got my license, and uh, I can tell you this. It's really disrespectful, man, for, you know, shop owners to allow unlicensed barbers to sit up beside licensed practitioners and, 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 and generate an income when they have no aspirations to take the time out to go to school. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. They're knocking us for five hundred to a thousand dollars a week. Um, the shop owners are getting rich. The unlicensed barbers getting rich. 
and it's putting a damper in those of us who have taken the time to get licensed. Um, don't get me wrong. I know all of us have to start somewhere, but I just need to see that drive. I just need to see that zeal that they want to be part of the club in a professional manner, just like every other profession out here. We're in a multi-million dollar industry, and everybody knows it. The Koreans know it. The African-Americans know it. The Europeans know it. And as long as you allow unlicensed barbers, unlicensed practitioners to saturate our industry like that, and it knocks a hole on our income as licensed professionals. So to answer your question, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. And, and that's a solid no. I don't think they should be there. At all, at all for no reason. What, 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 if, you got, what if you got that brother that's, that, 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 you know, looking to be a barber, he doesn't, he doesn't have the money to get in school? You know, he, you know he's a knucklehead, but, but, but he, this, this is his way to, to, to go to, the right way. Can he get in the shop for a little bit to make that money to get in school? I, I don't have no problem with him getting in the shop, making them, you know, getting in there, doing some things. I've, I've, I've taught a lot of brothers to read. Uh, we've had brothers that come in, they clean stations, they get the money, they get tip money. Um, but as far as them getting in there, cutting every day, no, it don't work like that. They got to pay their dues just like everybody else got to pay their dues. Um, like I say, I ain't going to try to put a hamper on them getting in the game. But those same brothers that you see struggling to try to uh, get a license or to get in school, that, that, that's exactly what, what, what needs to happen. We need to help them. If they're struggling, we need to help them. I don't mind them coming in, doing some things. But as far as them full-time cutting hair, and not getting a license, working two, three, four, five years in the game, no, nah, it ain't right. Okay, so appreciate that, appreciate that. So, what what do you think? What do you think should happen to shop owners, to the the the, the person, the, the the unlicensed barber, and what will be a deterrent to to, to stop that? Well, you know, it's mighty funny that you asked that question. What needs to happen is they both need to be fine. If you got a shop owner that's allowing unlicensed barbers to come into the shop, he needs to be fine. Okay, now if he pays over one or two fines, then it needs to get to a point where they need to confiscate the clippers, they need to confiscate the barber chair, the barber station, and really make the brother pay. Because until they do that, they're just going to keep cutting, keep hiring unlicensed barbers, keep, you know, hey, I've, I've cut in 20 chair shops. I've cut in shops with uh, 40 stylists. And I've seen the unlicensed people come in and go. I've seen them, mm-hmm. you know, try to get their, mo- get their money up. So I know the type of money the owner's making. It's a joke to him. As long as he can have unlicensed, 10, 15 unlicensed barbers under his fingertip, listening to what he says, pimping them and telling them what to do, because at the end of the day, they ain't got nowhere to go. They got nowhere mm-hmm. to go. And if, 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 if you keep letting them stand in there and keep making the money and you license, I mean, brother, you just, it's just going to be a hard time for you, man. You know, it's, this, is, this is a real club, man. You know, you got to pay your dues, baby, just like everything else out here. 
Hey, I, I, I agree with you totally, good brother. I agree with you totally. Man, so you said you said go in and 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 take the Clippers and 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 take the check. Who who is to do that? The 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 shop owner or the 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 the, the barber board? Who who who's that's, 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 that's the barber board, man. But this game is so big, as you everybody on the phone know. The game is so big, man. When it comes down, this is all about politics. You got the politicians that, you know, they need votes, okay? So the biggest industry out here for a lot of people, especially African-Americans, is the beauty of Baba game. So when it comes down to it, they don't want to go in there and start taxing and taking clippers and, and things of that nature and taking stations. They don't want to do that. So the game just stays the same. But until somebody fights, just like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Farrakhan, and all the rest of them, until somebody marches to make a change, it's going to stay the same, bro. The yeah. Barber Board, and, 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 the, Cos- the Barber Board, I'm going to say this here, the Barber Board and the Cosmetology Board, they know exactly what's going on. If you got a state, okay, like Florida, with 11,000 licensed barbers and about, uh, let's say, uh, 5,000 uh, licensed uh, shops on book, on record, but you only got four or five inspectors. I mean, them inspectors make their rounds. They ain't making no money. And then you got a shop owner that got 15 chairs, five unlicensed barbers. He slap them a couple of hundred dollars when he come through. He turn his head. That's the game, uh-huh. bro. You know, you know how it go. Everybody on the phone wise. Oh yeah, and, and see, and see, that's why, that's why I said earlier, who, who, who's governing? Who, who's governing us? Who's there to enforce that stuff? Is it the is it the barber board's responsibility to enforce that to come take the chance, or who you know whose responsibility is that? You know, because we've only got like you like you say with our state, state of Ohio, we we one of the most strenuous states in the whole whole United States, the whole country. We've got four inspectors. They got four different areas of the whole state. So. If they come in, if they come in and see me with a bootlegger, they take my chair. Come on, man! I'm the shop owner. I'm gonna buy another chair tomorrow and get another one and put that person right back in the chair. Yeah, Who's but you, yeah, I, I, I understand that. But as long as they come in there and keep putting up, hey, look here, man! The chairs, the chairs that I'm cutting in, fifteen hundred dollars. You ain't gonna keep buying fifteen hundred dollar chairs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. But that's yeah. but that's but that's the thing. I don't I don't I don't think it's the person. Well, I might be wrong. The person with the shot with the fifteen hundred dollar chairs that's allowing bootleggers in the chairs. It's the it's it's it's, it's the one with the with the hundred and ninety dollar chairs from Sally. Oh no, I understand. I don't know. I understand that. I understand that. I understand I that. But but as long as we start, as long as we start. Enforcing these things, it has to start somewhere. It ain't gonna be perfect. Ain't nothing in life gonna be perfect. But Not at all. We gotta, we we gotta start. And everybody knows on the phone, bro. When you start hitting people in the pocket for their money, that's when they start to act yep. right. Exactly, exactly. Hey, good brother, I appreciate you. Hey, y'all, y'all in the barber zone right here on Blog Talk Radio with your man Chavez Bowman. Hey, the number is three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. We talking about bootleg barbers, 
should unlicensed barbers be allowed in the shop, and how could it affect the industry? All right, we got another one. We got somebody here from the 573. 573, we're going to see what they got to say about this topic. Welcome to the Barber Zone. Who we got on the line with us? This Daryl the Barber, man, in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. What's up, good brother? Welcome to the show, man. What's going on with it, man? Man, what oh, I got to say about this topic, man, your topic, man, is strong. It's, it's, it's something very strong, and it don't need to be dealt with, real, you know what I'm saying, delicately. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, me, myself, when I was going through barber school, I'm just going to tell some truth tonight in my testimony. <laughs> when I was okay. in school, man, you know what I'm saying, there were so many bogus barbers in the area to where, you know what I'm saying, I guess they felt as though that they was get a better haircut to let me cut their hair. So I was having them leave the school and come to the shop. I mean, come to my house in my living room where I had a space set up with a chair. You know what I'm saying? And I was doing my thing. Now, I was just doing that to really kind of help me pay my bills at the same time so I wouldn't have to work a second job outside of school. But the game changes when you become a shop owner. I am now a shop owner. I worked in one, two, three. I worked in three shops. The first shop I worked at, I worked at with a couple of barbers. Well, I said, come with like six chairs, six chairs in there. And I was driving 50 miles one way to go cut because with nobody in the area allowed me to cut in their shop. I don't know if it's because whenever I was at the school, there's 90% of their clientele was coming down to the school service or what. But I think that's what it is now that I have grown in my profession. Now... I'm looking at, okay, I was working down at another shop. I was there for a year. Because of some of the changes that was going on, I felt as though that I needed to get out on my own. I was scared, but I did it. When I got on my own, I had to deal with the overhead. Now it's like I'm growing in the game. I get to look and I say, well, look at this here. You know, this and that. Woof, woof. I said, it's not the same way as it was when I very first started this thing. Every year, everything yep. started changing. Every move I made, everything started changing. So I started looking at being a bogus, bogus, what do you call it, bootleg barber. A bootleg I started looking barber, at being a yeah. bogus bootleg barber. And I was like, man, these, these cats are kind of, they they not really necessarily fucking up the game. They're really not. But they are to an extent. Now, if you got them in your barber shop, yep. as what you all are talking about, it is a problem. And the reason why I say it is a problem is because there are people that have been going to school like me. I went to school with diarrhea. I was throwing up when I was sick, this and that. I even took myself off the floor when I wasn't feeling good. I did what I had to do to make sure I had a 95% GPA and a 95, 98% attendance level. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe in what I do. Anything that I do, I strive for the best, to be the best that I can be. And there are people out there that do exactly that when they take on different challenges of their life. Especially something that's got something to do with their life changing. It's something that's going to throw, throw something in for your life change. So I said, okay, well, now I'm looking at me being over here barber. Now I'm, I got my own shop. I'm expanding my shop. I said, okay, look, I'm going to so, open this little so spot next door. I got three so more chairs. So now you feel different about it. Say what now? I, I, I said, so... So now you have a different feeling about the bootleg barber now that you're a shop owner? You so, you so right, I do. But at the same time, I don't. 
Look, yeah. I'm saying, okay, 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 okay. We, 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 okay. We, we, we got two of y'all on, on, on the line. That good brother from earlier. Now, 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 let me give you this scenario. You hear the brother was in barber school. When he left barber school, he had people that wanted their hair cut. Now, is that a problem? You're in barber school. You're learning. You're learning about sanitation. You're learning about everything, and you take people and cut them home. How you feel about that? Well, no, I, I think it's good. Listen, listen, listen. My thing is this. This my thing no, right Darryl, here. No, no, Daryl, Daryl, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not, not you, Daryl, hold on. No, no, I feel Daryl. What he say? I feel, I feel Daryl. What he said. He, he, he saying he had to, you know, figure out a way to pay his dues. I don't have no problem with that. But if Daryl went another, you know, like I say, we got to all need a grace period. You got to do what you got to do. And 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 if he was cutting if he was cutting hair at home and he was coming from the barber shop and he wanted to do that then no problem, but if he doubled back and came to the shop and the shop owner started letting him cut and he cut for two three four years didn't want to go to school no bro it <laughs> yeah like yeah it didn't work like that and, and, yeah and yeah y'all that's, see see that's what we're talking about we not because we all had to do we all had to start. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This conversation right here, I'm going to tell you how I can get shut down real quick. I'm going to tell you what I mean by that is this, and I'm not taking offense to anything that you and y'all brothers are saying, but if you got a shop and you've been an owner for a shop for two years, you can go get your apprentice license, meaning you can have someone cut under you for two years and say, no, 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 there, 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 oh, there, there's the no apprenticeship in Ohio. No, no, okay. no, no, you oh. can't do that. So, okay, well, so what, there's what, a difference. What we're talking about, what we're talking about is, is, is we're talking about that barber who has no ambition on going to barber school. He just want to be no. in, the, in, in the kitchen, in, in the garage cutter. Because we, well, you know, we, we, we all had to start somewhere. You know, we all started right. that, that, that passion, that flame, Started somewhere, and we right. had to practice. Right. We had to do yeah, something, right. and you know where. And, and, and like I, like I tell young students now, I, I, I tell them, if a, a basketball player, if you're a young basketball player, what you gonna do? You want to be Kobe. You want to be LeBron. What you gonna do? You staying in that gym all the time. Ooh, even after practice, you staying in that gym, working out, working out. Why is it that young barbers, after you get out of, out of barber school? Why don't you go and sit and watch the old veteran barbers in the barbershop and learn the craft? That's what I did. When I left barber school, I went to Mr. McNeil's shop and sat there and watched him and the other barbers in the shop perform the craft that I wanted to be the best in. I didn't cut him. They wouldn't let me. Believe me, I asked them, Yo, Mr. McNeil, let me get in and get a couple. Not till you get out of school. You know what I right had to now, do I, with it? Right now, I respect that because I got to set back and I observed them, brother. I didn't, you know, I didn't get to jump in and try to, you know, crack my wit with the old vest. I got to sit back and learn from them, brother. I observed hey. how they how they conducted their business. So, you know, we talking about them knucklehead bootleg. Man, I ain't going to school, man. I can cut. You know, and but they got, but, 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 but,
you can't tell me yep. no African uh, American male out here right now, with or without an education, they can get the money if they want it. They get it to do everything else. It's not even. It's mm-hmm. not even their fault. It's not even their fault. It's not even. It's, it's not even the, the bootleg barber's fault. It's the it's the whack ass niggas that sit in their damn chair. <laughs> I don't mean. I don't mean to. I don't mean to curse yeah. on, on your radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I feel you, but you know what? But you know it's how people You know how consumers are. Consumers, consumers but, you know, they they they, they want shortcuts. They get what they pay for in the long run. They still don't have to come see me. They still don't have to come see you. We know they're going to have to come back around to us, but 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 they got to come with me from Yeah, with the bumps on their neck. Hey, y'all. Hold on, brothers. Hey, I appreciate y'all. We're in the Barber Zone, man, with your man Chavez Moment right here on Blog Talk Radio, number 637. I'm sorry, the number is 347-637-3850. Check us out at slash Barber Zone. Yo, we're talking about bootleg barbers. Should they be allowed in the shop? Okay, we got a little bit on that, but here's, here's, here's a question we got to ask. Here's, here's something we need to, we need to look at. How can they affect the industry? That's the next part. How can they affect the barber industry? We already, you know, we already fighting for our, 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 our due respect in, in in the business world as professionals because they they see us as you know not really a true profession, a true trade because you know we don't we don't we don't have the economic power that we're supposed to. We don't have the the legal structure that we that we need to have, like a lot of other trades have. So, you know, we don't get the respect due to us that we need. So, how can bootleg barbers affect the industry? All right, we got a we got a caller on the line. Hey, I appreciate all the callers here. I see y'all. We got them. We still got them from the six one four to six seven eight to seven zero four. Got a caller coming up from the three three zero. So. Yeah, welcome to the Barber Zone. If you got something to say, press one, and I'm gonna get with you. Okay, I see it lighting up. Y'all about to go crazy on here. So, got a caller right here, man, from the let's see, been on here for a while. From the six seven Okay. Okay, we're gonna try this again. Look like they might have they might have had us on speakerphone. But we're gonna try that. Hey, call us from the six seven eight, call us back in here and uh we'll get you connected. Three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. We're gonna keep it moving with a caller from the three three O. You're in the barber zone with your man Chavez. Who we got on here on the line from the three three O. Let's see. Caller from the 330. Yo, what up? What's up? Welcome to Yo, the what up? Zone. Who is this? Yo, this is this, 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 this Hunt from, from the 330. Jay Hunt, what's going on, Jay Hunt? Welcome to the Barber Zone, boy. 
What's happening, fam? Oh, everything is yeah. good. Hey, man. Jay Hunt. Hey, y'all, this is this, this is my man, Jason Hunt, man. I worked with this brother for years, man. Hey, man, thanks for calling in to the show, good brother. Hey, Jay Hunt, what you feel about bootleg barbers, man? Yo, for one, you know, everybody know how a bootleg barber is. A bootleg barber, you know, is one of them dudes that's in the basement. You know, he may not have a, a, a license, but he can probably cut. But usually a bootleg barber is going to get, you know, just what bootleggers get, half the price of what professionals get. Now, everybody knows that, you know, bootleggers maybe take the real thing, make it fake, and make money from it. So I think that that affects the industry of barbers when a bootleg can come into a barbershop and... You know, a bootleg barber and kind of imposter himself as a professional barber. Now, yeah, but that, he's yeah, in a professional they, uh, but, 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 environment. They messing up the game. They, they hunt. They messing up the game, man. So, what what, what we got to do about the barbers that's messing up the game, man? Yeah, I mean, the only thing you can do about it, I mean, it, it ain't really, you know, too much a brother can do about another brother being somebody who wants to be a professional who just don't want to put in the work to become that professional. He only relying on professionals to give him that opportunity. So it's up to the professionals to be more of a mentor to these cats to let them know that, yes, they should get an education in something that they have a passionate a passion for if they want to cut hair. So don't just use it as a hustle, you know, and, 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 and you know, encourage cats and, 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 and to get, uh, you know, a license. Excuse me, y'all had a little, you know, stuck for a minute. But, yeah, one thing we got to do is, is and, and, and encourage these barbers because obviously they got the passion to be a barber, we just got to step up and be like, say, I say, be them mentors, be them examples, so we can get them, you know, get them in the shop, get them employed legally, so they won't be doing, you know, don't won't be a bootlegger, and, and help them. We can help to grow the industry instead of, you know, doing stuff to tear it down. So we got to fix it somehow, some way. So, but y'all. We all yeah, got that's what I'm saying. I got a caller from the 256. Let's see. Caller from the 256. Got them here on the line. They, they look like they wanted to say something, but then they changed their mind. So if you want to step into this topic on bootleg barbers, now we're going into how can they affect the industry, y'all. It's a lot of things that, that, that go on in the industry that you're supposed to have as a professional, like insurance. Think about that. Think about the legality that go into being a barber and having a license. A lot of people think just because we have a license, that's just a piece of paper, say you went to school for 1800 1500 2000 hours. No, it's a lot more involved when you get that license and become a true professional, so. 
How can bootleg barbers mess up the industry? All right, y'all, we got a caller from the 256. I'm going to see if we can get them on, because they popping on and they popping off. So. All right. Caller from the 256. Let's see if we can get them on here. Look like we got so many callers on here. Look like we got my... Uh, we got my switchboard moving kind of slow, but we're going to get them on here. Call Hello? Call it from the 256. Call it from the 256. Hey, yo. Welcome to the barber zone. Hey, yo, can yes, you hear yes, me? Yes, yes. yes hey, yo, what up? This this is Mike Sills from Huntsville, Alabama. And what's up, I think I was what's just, going uh, on, sir? Hey, what's happening, man? I, I, I saw the topic, uh, subject online, so I said I, I got to call and give props to my man what y'all doing and as far as bootleg barbers uh, I think what makes everything complicated is the bootleg uh, entrepreneurs to hire these barbers to get out here and, and put you know everybody in in, in in dangerous way you know dealing with different diseases and disorders of the scalp not knowing how to treat a person with maybe different types of skin abrasions in the scalp see those are the things that Bootleg barbers miss out on knowing the difference between, you know, what's what what's a ringworm or what's a a dry patch or what's dandruff. See, those are things that professionals uh, know because we could recommend certain kind of shampoos. Hey, certain, hey, certain hey. Right, right. Yeah, man, we we all we all know that, man. You know what I'm saying? But true enough, though. I guess. No, no, hey, hold on, hey, hey, hey Daryl, we, hey, hey, Daryl, we all don't know that, brother. Every, everybody don't know that. You'd be surprised everybody, how many barbers that don't, that don't, don't, that don't know that. Everybody that's keyed up to the radio station know that. I'm saying, I guess when it's all boiled down, we thinking about the money that we missing out on our shop. Is that, is that why we tripping off this, this situation? I'm trying to figure that out. Is that the reason why, or are we, are we trying to be professionals and just love what we do and then not worry about the next? See, when you love what you do and you're not worried about the next, then everything is going to work out in the in the end. True enough, we went through school. We went through getting our license and all of that. You know what I'm saying? And put us ahead of the game because that's what we did because we love what we do. I ain't worried about a lack of paper in my shop. And I don't, from the sound of y'all, from no, y'all sound strong. Y'all sound strong. Y'all sound like hey, y'all no, in the middle. Hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? We all started hey, off. Hey, hey, hold on, bro. Let me say this one thing. Let me say this one thing. Let me say this one thing, and I'll let you add your show, bro. We all started off being bootleg barbers. That's how we learned to love the game. Hey, yo, no. My, hey, no. I'm not disrespecting any bootleg barbers. All I'm saying, this is this about the bootleg barber. A bootleg barber become a bootleg barber because he don't have the finances to go to a barber shop and get a haircut. Therefore, he starts cutting his own head, his brothers, and, and maybe some friends down the street. But it comes a point of time where you got to get past let you know all these customers coming to your house. It's time to to step out. You know what I'm saying? Once okay, you step okay. out, once you know that's your gift. Once you learn that you have a gift because it has time to take it to the next level. It's not. Oh, you so, you're so it's, right. It's, it's I not, agree. I agree with that. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's only so long. long. It's only so long. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, 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 hold on. We're not going to be talking over each other, man. 
That's one thing we not going to do. Hey, hey, hey. Get off the speaker phone, cause it sound like it sound like you're screaming. But hey, but but the thing is though, we talk right now. We talking about how can how can bootleg barbers affect our industry, man? Let me let me just say real quick. This your this, this your boy out of Miami. Let me say this. Uh, when we started talking about these bootleg barbers, y'all forget that it's a lot of barbers that went to school, got a license. They license lap, and they don't want to pay their dues, and they just want to cut hair. That's a bootleg barber too. So let's 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 not so get the game. Damn, yeah, so right. Let's not get the game. Right. That's true. You know right, what I'm that's saying? That's true. That's true. So I feel you. I feel you. That's true. So All thing I was trying to say is we can't, regardless of how professional we are, even though we have our license and we are practicing as professionals, we cannot forget where we come from. Because we started off. Oh, no, but no, no. You know something. Y'all really affected. Hey, you, hey, know, you never forget, when, talk, you never forget talk, when you come from, we, but when we, you know better, affected. you do better. Hey, real talk. Right, 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 right. Oh, what's up, homie? Barbers over everybody, but I, hey, check this out, you know. The bullet barbers don't affect me at all. I don't get what I'm supposed to do because I get, I, I work and I earn everything I got. So a bullet barber is really killing itself. And the people that go to them, they in the same both the bootleg bar is bootleg clientele. Like the other day, I got a customer. I got a customer. I got a customer that came to me the other day, and I finished cutting his hair. He said he pulled out ten dollars. I said, I don't charge ten dollars. I said what? I said where do you get this from? He was telling the barber down the street cut it for ten. So I said, listen. I said I'm not good caliber barber. I said I charge fifteen for a basic cut, seventeen for uh, a razor edge with it. And twenty five with the beard trim. That's what that's my price. I don't cut anything for ten dollars. And I said, You can go back to farmer. I said, He's not killing me because I don't want you for a customer you put ten dollars out. You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of customers that are not killing me, they're killing themselves. They self destructing each other out there. That's what but it is. Let me let, let me ask you this question though, brother. If 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 we got a state or a city or a town with let's say two thousand barbers and it's 500 of them unlicensed. If we remove them 500, don't you think you'll make more money? You know what? You'll make money. It, to exactly. me, it's quality, not quantity. It's no, I, look, I, no, I like quality because I put nah, a lot. Put, hold on. Hold on. It's quality and quantity. You can, brother, the, the more you cut, the more you make. That's that's basic mathematics. The more you cut, the more you make. Not, not, not necessarily. Yes. A lot yeah, of barbers don't. Yeah, a lot of barbers don't charge for this. A lot of barbers don't charge for the services, like appointments. Yeah. They don't charge for shampoos. They don't charge for razor edges. They don't charge for the yeah, color enhancement. No, they no, just get I, one I, flat I, I, price. Oh yeah, no. I'm telling you what I'm doing. I'm talking about. I got price for that. you just gave right there. That 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 example you just gave right there. The fifteen dollars with the seventeen dollars with the twenty five. That example right there. If you I'm doing the same thing. My price the same way. If I'm if if, if if I'm cutting three heads to an hour, and you only cutting two, I'm making more money than you, and I'm giving out nothing but quality. So quality does uh, quantity does matter in this barber game. If I'm cutting three heads and you only cutting no, two, I, no, it doesn't, man. And we, and, 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 and we charge the same price. 
That's mathematics right there. That's what no, that's, 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 that's we're into. That's what we're into for. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But I don't agree to disagree with you on that. But let's do this. I agree to disagree with you on that. And I feel you, brother. Let's erase the quality and just get back to quantity because that's what the unlicensed yeah. barber is putting a dent in for all of us out here. Yeah. Now, if he, if he want to be unlicensed and cut at home, that's fine. But if he want to come into the barber shop, he needs to pay his dues to be able to sit beside me and exactly. you and, and, and cut hair. That's all we trying to get. Exactly. If he, if, okay. And that's the hey. only point I'm trying to make. Now, you start talking about. Y'all know what's funny, though. Y'all know it's funny. Go ahead. Go ahead. A bootleg barber, uh, a customer come to you, and I got to, or I'm getting mad, so I'm going to go. I couldn't go. To, I didn't want to. Sit the you break it up. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your phone is breaking up. Hello. Did you have customers that come to you and they have specially? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I can hear you. Uh, you have certain customers that, go, that have special events they go into, and they'll come to you because they don't want to go to bootleg barber because they have they know your standards and they wouldn't know what you charge. That's yeah. that's 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 another way to know that the bootleggers somewhat are killing the industry when they don't want to you know pay their dues. I, I think I think eventually a bootleg barber kind of plays out. Well, bootleg barber play out. They have the same criteria. I'm going to jump over there. Let me tell you this. There's some bootleg barbers out here cut hair better than licensed barbers. Now, let's get that, let's get that game. Let's, let's say that. Let's be real. Let's be real. The point is that they don't want to pay their dues. This, is the, this exactly. is the whole issue. This is the whole issue. I ain't knocking no bootleg barber and telling him he can't cut hair. No, I ain't I know, either, man. I, I, I know some bootleg barbers throw that razor, and throw that razor right. You hear me? Yeah. You said game, all of us at one time was bootleg. That is true. Hey, but the whole thing is, the whole thing but, is, what? you got to pay your dues. You got to pay your dues. So, hey, y'all, uh, uh, in the barber zone, uh, 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 man's right here on Blog Talk Radio, hey, the number is 347-637-3850. We're talking about bootleg barbers and how they affect the industry. Hey, y'all, we got some nice, we got some nice opinions going on here. We're going to keep it moving. Hey, brothers, hold on a little bit. We got a few more callers that can call in because, hey, this, 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 this switchboard then lit up a little bit. You know, we got callers from... You know, the six, seven, eight. I got my man. We're going to get him on. Come on, Alex Campbell. That's your name. I know you're on here. Hit that one so I can get you on. We got other callers from the 704, the 864, at 404 right here, and the 614. Man, I'm feeling like ludicrous right now. Hey, y'all, I appreciate the love calling in on topic. We're going to keep it moving. And we got a caller from the 404. We're going to see who we got in the barber zone with us talking about bootleg barbers. Who's this from the 404? Welcome to the Barber Zone. Hey, what's going on, Chavez? This is Mark Williams. Appreciate you calling Hello. me. Hello. brother. What's going on? What's going on this evening, sir? Appreciate you calling. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. I called in last week. I'm with uh, GACBP. And, um, yes, yes, yes. I, uh, I, I think a lot of the, the discussion that just happened was kind of missing the actual question. You were asking, you know, not how does the bootleg barber hurt the barber shop or the individual barber and how much money he makes. You're asking how does it hurt the industry. 
And I think that's that is the big question that we need, we need to be dealing with. I mean, they do hurt the industry. I was a bootleg barber for years. I I stole from the industry for years. Never gave anything back. Never paid dues, taxes, anything. And that's why we're so poorly represented, which is what we talked about last week. And it also gives the barber shops just a bad rep. I mean, we got barbers. The shop I work in, right across the street, cutting here for five dollars. But people don't want to go in the building. And I experienced that just the other week. The family came in with yeah. three little kids, ten dollars each. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it for five. Oh, to do. Oh man, they couldn't handle. They do it for five dollars across the street. The lady said, "I ain't going in there. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> if I go in there, they got to call them." So I mean, is that what you want? That 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 gives the whole industry a bad name. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's the bigger question. And I think a lot of the reason for some of the bootleg barbers is just like what I did. I went to college in Huntsville, Alabama, where my man just called in from. And I started cutting hair in the dorm room. But I was in college, so I didn't think I was going to be a barber. I was going to school to be, you know, a professional uh, teacher. But I ended up cutting hair. I, I liked it better. So I ended up taking a shortcut. And then there I was, working in a barbershop, making good money with no license. But nobody said anything. The owners let me do it. They wanted the chair filled. That's the bigger problem. Yep. That's what it is. And, 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 and to be honest, anybody know me? I didn't, I didn't grow up in the barbershop. I didn't grow up getting my hair cut in the barbershop because the barber in our neighborhood was killing our heads. So my mom said, if he going to mess your head up, I'm going to cut your hair. I said, no, if you're going to cut my hair, I'm going to cut my own hair. So I started cutting mine and my brother and my dad's and my cousin's hair. Then I went on to college, and I'm at Central State. If anybody knows about Central State, it's in the middle of the cornfield. There's no barbershops around. So I started cutting hair. I started cutting hair in the dorm on the way to my accounting degree. I didn't plan on being a barber. I was going to be an accountant, a CPA. But I'm working at the bank. Back and forth, and, you know, that's when the economy started going crazy. So I'm cutting hair on the side. My man got a barber shop. I said, what I got to do to be a barber? He said, go to barber school. I quit my job, and I went to barber school. But I got all my training, excuse me, in college. So but I, I took my route, but I didn't do the, the in the shop two or three years cutting with no license. The, I, I, you know, I'm thankful for... Thank you for the old school people, you know, Mr. McNeil, you know, Miss Vaughn, that wouldn't, they, they knew I, of my passion, but they wouldn't let me cut in the shop until I paid my dues and I got my license. So, yo, and see, that was on owners. Yeah, we have to, this what we have to do as shop owners. So we got a lot, a lot of shop owners on the line, a lot of shop owners that listen. We've got to stop letting these bootleg barbers and our share because it kills our industry. It kills the shop name when that person does a bad haircut or that, per- that person is not professional because they have no training. And a lot of times, only we, we try to do our best to, you know, monitor our barbers and, you know, you know, control the environment in our shop. But sometimes, you know, we're too busy doing other things that we can't do it the way we want to. All the time. And, so we have to also, be able to rely on, you know, professional barbers. And when you deal with unprofessional, untrained individuals, that's when problems, you know, arise. So we got to be better at shop owners. 
You're going to ask the shop owner or you're going to enforce martial law. What you going to do? Because all these temple players on the phone tonight, if you're standing up in there and you're making six, $7,000 a month uh, off your chairs, uh, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody listening to what we're talking about, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, they will. Hey, when we when we go back to what we say, yeah, they will. When they mess up, start getting them fines. And, and see, uh, the brother said, brother said earlier about finding and taking the chance. No, that's not what you do. You don't find and take the chance. You find and you take that shop license. You take that yeah. whole shop license. That's what you do. You go in with that barber inspector with whatever you have to do from, you know, from whatever legal authority you have to do, and you shut the shop down. That's what you well, do. You don't, you, you don't hit them in the, in, in the pocket for the one chair. You hit them in the pocket for the whole shop. Now, you go in the first time, and they got a bootlegger in there, boom, you find them. You, you know, the little due process, what they got to they give you one or two times. And after that, that, that third strike, you out. We're taking your shop license. We're contacting your landlord so you can no longer rent from this individual. Especially That's how you would do it. For the same offense. Let one, of them, let, 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 one, let one or two of them happen, and that, get, that word start getting around the city. Oh, yeah, cats will stop letting the bootleggers in their shops. Okay, well, when we're going to start a lobby for this. Well, you gonna well, you gonna you gonna need the call. You ready to go with it? Cause everybody on the phone, hey, hey, everybody hey, ready. Hey, good brother. Hey, 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 good brother. I'm glad you asked me that. We got my brother Mark. <laughs> yes, sir. We got hey, we got Mr. We got my man, Mr. Williams, on here. Hey, we got politics beauty. That's who we go. We gonna have a show about that because I talked about that a little bit earlier. Who governs us? Who governs our industry? We not talk. Yep. We, we not talk about the barber boards. The barber boards are there to, to 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 regulate the rules and regulations of the state. Make sure you you, you go on with them health codes and things. But who is our legal voice for barbering in each state? And we gonna talk about that here on the barber zone in in in, in, in the next couple of weeks because we got a group of individuals who who are who are leading this effort about. Getting politics, the business of barbary, right? Correct. That's the thing right there. When when you ask that question, yes, there it's a lot of us out here who want to know about the legal part of business. You know why is it that y'all question? I know this. I know this ain't the show, but why is it that if you look on any application? Website. If you sign up for something that says occupation, why is there every occupation except for barber? Except barber. I mean, we always have to pick. We 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 always have to pick beauty, cosmetology, other. Why is it that we never have barber? Because I mean, that, it all falls back on what we're talking about. I mean, it, we you know, need to have more licensed, licensed barbers representing the whole mm-hmm. industry. But we got some of the best barbers yep. out here. Like my man said, we got some of the best barbers that don't have a license. 
and, the, and, and exactly. we got to lean on the shop owners, man. You keep getting a fine for unlicensed barbers after a certain amount of time. You need to take that shop license because the owners opening these mega license. shops got got ten chairs in there, and the pressure's on them now to fill up those ten chairs. Nobody well, wants to start exactly. slow. <laughs> Well, that's the thing exactly. I said earlier. We're we, we going to have to sue the state until we get together and actually sue the right party or put the pressure on the right party for not doing that job. Because I had thought about this. I had said, well, you know what, we go in here and we can lean on each other. Hey, brother, we're going to work that out. We're going to work that out ourselves. We, 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 have, we have to govern our own industry. We're yeah. not going to leave it up to everybody else to govern our industry. That's the problem right now. That's that's why we have states like Indiana and other states that where lobbyists are fighting to remove professional licenses, including barber, Correct. beauty, every everything. They're they're legally right now in the state of Indiana, lobbyists who don't care about our trade, who look at our trade and say there's no cohesiveness. How many barbers are in our state? How much money do they make? How much economic power do they have in our state right now who say, get rid of the license? So, no, we have to govern ourselves. We have to stand up for ourselves because, really, they don't give a damn about us. Rest in peace. But you know something? something? A lot of that falls back into the community. We have a community that, that are full of young men with felonies and young men with different type of uh. Strong no, but, 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 no, 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 hold on, brother. That doesn't hold you back. Can I finish what I'm saying? Can I finish what I'm saying? When we come together collectively, no, no, let me finish what I'm saying. Okay. No, no, let me finish what I'm saying. You have a lot of young brothers. Mentally and financially, they're not stable. And though we have the barbering industry that really is a good-paying opportunity for, for the young men out here. They're not really trained from the older barbers on how to finance. You know, it's it's a it's a generational curse type thing. We're, me, I, I learned from watching the barber, which was my master barber, Anderson Carroll, great barber. But one thing I learned from him, I learned a lot of bad habits from him. And people pick up bad habits, they learn and carry it on. But it's until you, when you get educated, it's when you start to learn and, and change your mindset, start going to hair shows, going to participate in different competitions and classes. See, a lot of these barbers are not doing that because the shop owners are not doing it. So it's a learned process. No, no, no. Hey, good brother. That's the hey, problem. Hey, 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 good brother. You know what? You know what? You, you won so What's too that? late. You missed the show last week when we were talking about barbers taking a continuing education and, and being more professional. You missed that one last week, good brother. But, yeah. But what we're talking about is being more cohesive. When we come together as barbers, because I know some great barbers who are selling, they just, they just what they were, they were in survival mode, and they made some choices that, made, that, that, that weren't according to the law. Right. So they had to pay their penalty before right. they had to take their little vacation. But that don't mean they're a bad person. That don't mean they can't fight for this trade no, that they love. No, that just means that, that just means they made right. a little mistake. But hey, but good brother, hold on. I got true. some more people on the line. I look like we finally got my man Alex on the line. He's been waiting a long, long time. So from the six, seven, eight. Good brother, welcome to the show, Alex. Is this you? Yeah, this me. What's going on, man? 
What's going on, good brother? Welcome to the show, man, uh, Mr. Alex Campbell. Hey, sir, thank you for what you're doing on, on, on your Facebook page, man, bringing up some questions and them ideas so Barbara can start thinking, man. So thank you for coming to the show. But, hey, happen to this one right here, man. What about these bootleg barbers and affecting our industry, bro? You know, you I, I, I've seen you on here. You've been going in and out on the on the um, on the switchboard, so you you've heard this this heated conversation. So, tap into this for a little bit, brother. Hey, well, uh, first let me shout out my boy Cedric Burroughs. Cedric, Cedric, how at me? Yeah, I'm down here in Miami, baby. You know I'm on the phone, Bob Life for Life. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I realize that a lot of questions that a lot of us want to ask and a lot of things that we want to talk about, we sit in the barbershop and we're very quiet about it. And, you know, we know uh, as being an owner and all that stuff, you know, we we do things to make money. You know, we, we hire barbers and we want to get booth rent and all that. We break the law and we know it's a misdemeanor to hire a barber that ain't got a license and all that, you know. So I sit and I listen. Yeah, yeah, you know, literally, yeah, we all start out unlicensed. But your approach to getting licensed is what I'm looking at. You know, if you want to jump off in the shop and you don't give a damn and you just want to make money off a hustler mentality and once you get the money, and you can go to school, and you don't go to school, and you just be disrespectful about the industry, that's where I got a problem. Now, don't get me wrong. When I, was I licensed when I first started cutting? No, I wasn't licensed. Hell, we're, none of us licensed when we first started. But no, I, got in the, I got in the shop, and because I saw where I wanted to go in the industry, I realized I couldn't go as far as I could see without a license. So, you get these barbers online or these unlicensed barbers or these hair cutters or whatever, and they say, oh, it's just a piece of paper. Well, like I said, online. I ain't never seen no sign in no barbershop that says unlicensed barbers needed. I ain't never seen that. Nor will I ever see that. And until I see that, that means this piece of paper has some relevance to it. The state yes, would sir. not make it mandatory to get a license if it was not mandatory to get a license. Okay? So all these people making excuses, making up all this garbage, you know, yeah, was I license? Yes, I was, but see... You got so many people getting in this thing right now because the barbering, barbering, I want to make sure y'all hear me clear. Right now, barbering is doing something that has never been done in the history of barbering. I get phone calls all the time from people that are from different walks of life that want to be barbers because of the image that's being portrayed right now. Me, Curtis Smith, Cedric Ferg, Dan Brown, as many as a lot of people right now that's doing big things in the barber game. Barbering has been around just as long as prostitution, and I'm just keeping it real. Mm-hmm. But 
Barbara now has become such an image that you got people that just want to get fit. And what's going wrong is the shop owners are allowing people to come into their shop because they want proof rent. And yeah. I understand. Have I done it? Yes, I have. Have I hired barbers that were unlicensed? Yes, I have. But because of me getting so involved in the barber industry, I realized if I want to get up there with the Paul Mitchell and the Beat Ass Assume, I got to do things the right way, man. There you go. Well, that's why there it is. I started putting those questions out there. I see who engages in the questions. I know I've got a lot of followers. I know people listen to me and watch me and follow me. I'm not a fool by far. I notice who responds on a certain question, and I notice who does not respond on a certain question. I'm not a fool by far. But to hold in on what Chavez is talking about, about unlicensed bottles and how they affect the industry, I'm going to tell you how they affect the industry. If it is a five-chair barbershop, and I'm the only licensed barber in the barbershop, and I'm making a legal amount of money, and I got four other barbers in that shop that's making $20,000 a piece, come on, man, that's $70,000 to $80,000 that's going to someone doing this business illegally. Now, yep. I ain't knocking them doing what you got to do. So what you understand that there is a better way and a right way, I have now taken an excuse away from you for doing it the wrong way. Do it the right way because you know what? When the state board came in on me, they don't give a damn about no alexcarroll.com. They go find me. Hey, 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 Alex, hey, Alex. You get you get a little muffled, brother. I, I, I don't know if it's, if, if it's your headset or what, but you get a little muffled on us. But hey, you right, man. Y'all quit taking from the industry. Can, can, you, can, you, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so check it out. If the state board come in and say, "Man, I see your license," and I say, "I ain't got no license. I'm AlexCamera.com." You know what? You know what they gonna say? <laughs> so what? So what? I'm a follow. That's what they're going to say. They're going to take a picture of me, and I'm fine. So all I'm saying yep. is, man, I don't knock nobody. It's a great topic. And one morning I woke up and I thought about it, and I said, you know what? I'm going to talk about something because I realized that I did something, man, that in history has not been done. I built a website. And I, I, I laid some, some stuff down, and, you know, I, I taught a lot of fathers how to cut hair, man, which is something that we don't do. Usually in the barber industry, a barber who is good at what he does, he keeps to the secret. Yeah. So I thought about it. I said, what else is it that we don't talk about? And I thought about it. I said, we don't talk about barber life. Why? I don't know, but that's something we need to talk about. I mean, why not mm-hmm. tell each other? Whether it's that you are a convicted felon, whether it's that you can't read, whether it's you don't fail to test five, six times, they are all that. You need to get a license, man. That's how we can really take over. We got companies like Gillette, Anders, Wall, and Oscar 
that have been looking at us over the past two, three years. They ain't looking at us for no reason. They're looking at us exactly. because we are somebody that's making some noise, that can make some money. And them folks ain't going to deal with you if you ain't got no license. Do you think no Gillette and Paul no Curtis Smith, do you think Gillette Paul Curtis Smith had all us down at the front of the brothers' house show because we didn't have no license? I would say there wasn't nobody in there that didn't have no license. Yep. I bet ain't nobody up there as, as a platform artist that ain't got no license. Now, now Alex, let me, let me jump in here and let me tell you, say something while we talking about how these barbers are affecting the industry. The average lawyer's income, average lawyer's income, and he got to go to school for about wait, four wait. to eight years. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yep, we can hear you. He, go ahead. They, they, the average lawyer income is about 27 the thirty-four thousand dollars a year. The average barber income, y'all do the math, and he don't have to go to school before a year. Okay, we 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 have a very powerful trade, and if we can get these unlicensed barbers out of our way, our average income goes up. Absolutely, and that's what and that's exactly. what this boils down to. Is this money? Yeah, and more money brings power. The more, the, the more money we have, about the, the, the more power we have. But, and that's it, yep. bro. But I just want to throw yep. that in there because we started talking about these numbers and average income and what's going on in the game. I mean, I get heated, bro. I get heated when they stand up and laugh beside you and snickle. And, but they go outside. They got a nice ride. But why you don't want to go to school? And see, I know, I yep. know. This, this is Mark. Yeah, I, I know Alex it, and, and, I and you were down in Florida. I got to Go say this. I mean, cut y'all is what is being Hello? done? What can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. What is being done to make certain that people can at least get a license? And I'm asking this because, based on my research, there are a lot of different ethnic background that the state board does not provide a way for people to read to be able to get a license. And, so and that is a, mm-hmm. when you look at different ethnic backgrounds, if the life, if, if, if the schools are in English, and if you can't read English, how are you going to get a license? The biggest supporters of the barber movement are Hispanic. Find me a Hispanic class that will teach people how to get a barber license. It does not exist to my knowledge. But I'm saying I don't, all I, that. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know one either. And, and, that, exactly. and, and that is so a good thing. I'm saying all that to say. I'm saying all that to say. We can sit here on the phone. We can sit here on the phone. Now, and I want everybody that's sitting on here to, to listen. And, and, and Chavez, I can tell you, you've been following me because you said some things that I've quoted, and I appreciate that. But I brought all this to all the barbers' attention because I realized there's more to it than just some lazy jokers that, that, that don't run a license. Some of us cannot get a license because the state board is not creating a way for some people to get a license. 
So as we sitting on on this phone, man, we the people that can put this thing together and help other races and brothers who want a license. We we the people that can make it happen. Yep, and see that well, see that's what well, we gonna do. That's what we're gonna do with, with with brother Mike and I mean brother Mark and the whole or uh, on whole political side of barbering. When we create a voice, we go when we go to these to these barber boards and to these barber school owners, and we go to the Andersons and the Walls and the Oscars and the Maladies and all of them. Like, hey, we need a Hispanic book. We need a Hispanic barber book. Absolutely, but we cannot count on the state boards to do this stuff for us. I mean, they're they're taking advantage of our ignorance. They're taking advantage of our ignorance, and they're they're making record amounts and fines, so they're comfortable with that. They don't have a problem. We're paying money to get these business licenses, and then within six months we're shut down because we keep getting repeat fines for unlicensed barbers and all kinds of other things that we just don't know because we're not educated. And they're not going to raise the standard of education. They're showing that by some of the legislative bills that they're, that they're passing. I mean, they're, in Florida, I read an article that the governor of the state is trying to get rid of and deregulate the industry because it would help his unemployment numbers. I mean, if more if, if licenses weren't needed, then more of these Hispanics, which is what you were talking about, Alex, if they can get in shops and don't need a license and have, don't have that hurdle in front of them, it'll help my state's unemployment numbers. And he's more interested in that than he is in uplifting an industry. That's why the people in the industry, that's why the, those of us in the industry have to come together and uplift this industry. So the, 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 we can't wait on the state board. That's like waiting on the school to fix your kid. You can't do it. Well, check this exactly. out. Check this hey, out. No, hey, hey, you know what? And y'all know what? We're going to use, hey, anybody that's trying to do something, we're going to use this show to do it. That's what I'm on here for. That's exactly what I'm on here for. One thing I'm on here for we can use this, I think use one, this as a tool of doing that. So, y'all, hold on one second. I hey, think one thing in particular to help. Chavez. Go, go ahead. One more point. We got some more people on the line. One more point. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Chavez, this is Alex. Yes. You hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. This is a suggestion I can make to you. The next show or one of the shows that you, I would suggest that you make happen, we need to start reaching out to Secretary of State and Father board members and start having them chime in on these conversations because those are the oh, yeah, people. I already, I already, I already got that lined up. I, I, I already, I've already been talking to at least the, bar, the, the head of the barber board um, here in Ohio who is also, who is also the uh, assistant director of the National Barber Board. So, okay, well, I'll say this. Him, I'm going to say this. My man Cedric Burrow that's online, we have yep. a proprietary software that will allow us to reach out to those people. So when you're ready, I am going to be the one that spearheads and Cedric will spearhead to be able to reach out to those people in each state, not just Ohio, because, you know, it's going to be, you know, you know how it goes. You know, oh, yeah, Ohio yeah, yeah. is different from Florida. Hey, 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 brother. So when you're ready, when you're ready, dog. When you're ready, hey, no, bro. hey, Alex, Alex, let me know. Hey, we, we can talk tomorrow or whenever, and we can schedule that. We can, we can 
get we can talk to them people and we can get them on the line. That is no problem. Let me ask you a question. One, one more suggestion me, I really make you all is make a public me, service announcement. Make sure companies B C or M T V and make deals with them and bought to put money together. You're breaking up. Whoever it is you're breaking up. Hey, Whoever it is, you're breaking up. So hold your point in one second. You're right here. You're right. in the barber zone with your man Chavez right here on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com slash barberzone. Be sure to visit the official Barberzone website, which is barberzone.org. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, social media. Just Google us, man. We Instagram, whatever. But right now, the number is 347-637-3850. We're talking about bootleg barbers and how they affect the industry, you know, but we're talking about Correct. that, but we're leaning off into some other things, but we right here on Blog Talk Radio, we got a few more people on the line who got something to say after this topic, so we got a caller from the 864, we're going to bring them on the line and see who this is, you're in the barber zone with your man Chavez, who we got on the line with us this evening? We got Rosa Smith, Southernville, South Carolina. What's going on, good brother? Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm saying, Barbara Love. I was just wondering. I've just been sitting here listening. And, um, you know, I only, I've been in the industry for 22 years, and yeah. and I always and one of the things I always bring up in the shop. One of the things, you know, we got a lot of barbers that are illegal cutting in barber shops, cutting in the homes, and it's like it's people act like it's it's wrong to call the board on people that's working in. In the shop illegally, and the reason why I look at it that way is, if I was a doctor or a lawyer, anyone else, and I lose my license for un, you know what I'm saying? If I lose my license to unfair practice, uh-huh. why we can't do it in the barber industry? We 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 don't want to sit around and allow people to to do what they want to do in our field. Why is that? That's an excellent question. And, and, and instead of instead of managing and policing ourselves, we will cut right next to uh, a licensed barber. Well, I can tell you this. I don't turn in. I don't turn in. We'll talk to other barbers about the about the unlicensed barber, but yet nobody will call the state board on them. Why? Well, that's a great question. Why is that? You know, we we all we also we all have paid dues to get our barber license. Like okay, like earlier, we all said we started out illegally, but some of us made the change to go get it. So why should I sit back and not say anything and let you take money away from my household? Exactly. The problem lies. The problem lies when the shop owner won't. Once we call the state board, the state board come in, and you got ABC barber that run out the shop, and you got a shop owner that's not there, and you got a manager that's making love to one of the barbers, and she don't want to turn them in. Okay, so so then when the shop owner come, when the shop owner come and we say, hey, look, the state board came in today. Are you gonna pay the fine? And she get into it with the barber, and then nothing ever happens because she needs her booth rent to pay for her house and her car. So she don't okay. never meet the barber leave. He just run out the shop. Now, don't get me wrong. We've been in shops where we secretly call the barber board. But the problem, once okay. again, lies with that owner. But, okay, why, why, you know what I'm saying? But 
why are we letting unlicensed barbers take money away from us? That's that's the problem. We, we don't, you know what I'm saying? We we sit here, we we accept it, but why? You, you know, right. well, I, if you not well, the, the thing is, if, 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 if you can only do so much if if you're not the shop owner, and you're just uh, but, you know you 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 you're a barber I, working in the chair. I mean, working in the shop, renting the chair. But, I mean, there there's there's okay. nothing you can do. I mean, if if you call if you call I, the I, barber board I, or whatever, I, and they come I, in I, and nothing's done, there's really nothing you can do as I, you know as 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 an individual barber. I, I feel what everybody's saying. I own my own shop. I have people come to me every day with no license, want to come to my shop. But I would not do it because yeah. I'm not going to jeopardize what I got going on. See, that's that's the whole yeah. thing. We we're not holding anyone accountable. Whether the shop owner or the manager say anything about it, whether they do or not do, but we're still not making steps to make mm-hmm. them accountable for their actions. You know, I I step out there. I take my I, I, I'm not going to put my business in jeopardy for no one. One of, the, one of the main things is we don't look at it as a profession. We don't call ourselves a professional. Oh, the majority of the barbers right now, when they step into a shop, first thing they say is, is you know, hey, this is the barber shop. We don't have no etiquette. You know, majority of us don't have no professional when it comes to women walking in the shop, children, you know what I'm saying, elders or whatever. So all that falls in that category. We don't take this thing oh, yeah. serious enough, you know what I'm saying, for, you know what I'm saying, but, just for a lot And, brother, here's, here's the thing, that when you're in barber school, if you have, if you have a proper barber school that's going, that, that's going to teach you the right way about being a barber professional, not just a haircutter, but a barber professional, then you'll learn about you know, business etiquette, work ethic, and, you know, how to treat an individual, about your taxes, about your appearance, about your language, you know, about the whole aspect of running a successful business. Then once you get in the shop, then you already have those things ingrained in you. You won't come in the shop like a knucklehead. But the thing is, it it goes back again to the barber schools. I'm going to say this. Okay, we, all right, we all can say we've all been through 12 years of school, from grade school, high school, and some college. Okay? They, they, most teachers say, all right, when you get out as a professional, you always continue to learn your craft. So just because I got the license, that doesn't mean I'm a professional. You know, mm-hmm. it's the etiquette and, and everything. But but we're the only profession that doesn't care about our profession. That's not true. Yeah. No, hey, 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 good but, brother. Hey, good but, brother. We, uh, hey, we, 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 actually had a, we actually was talking about, um, we was actually talking about that last week on the show and that we were talking about I'm, continuing education and, 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 and growing as, as barbers. And as and I feel what you're saying, but as a whole, I mean, as a as a whole, reflective compared to other industries and other trades, it's evident that with our our lack of organization and our lack of cohesiveness, 
Got, <clears throat> we don't care about Barbara. But here in the last so few years, here in this in yeah. this last, you know, five, six, seven Barbara Renaissance years, that awareness, that cohesiveness, that respect of barbering is growing. And it's showing because, you know, we're getting more attention from these companies and, and, and you know, these, these like, my man Alex making money off, 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 the, um, off the website. They're seeing the growth and the cohesive in our business, and it's up to us to keep growing that. So we won't sit here on the show and say, you know, we don't care about barbering. Because then we do, or we wouldn't be on shows like this. We need to promote more cohesiveness in our shops, in our cities, in our states. That's what it is. We got, we got a lot of barbers that, and it's crazy, you get a lot of barbers, you see another barber in the grocery store and won't even speak to him because he had another shop. Let, let me ask you a question. Ask your audience, are there any unlicensed barbers on the line now? No, well, hey, well, I'm, not, I'm not one. No, no, I'm not any, you know, any, you know any, any, anybody well, I know, everybody I know that I, that's quick doing right now, are licensed barbers. So, we, hey, wait a minute, we got one more. We got a caller from the three three zero. We gonna see. We got a caller from the three three zero. The nine four nine. Welcome to the barber zone. Let's let's see if we get them on here. And see if they are licensed barber or not. So, looks like it's trying to get on. I don't know. Look like my look like my switchboard then got overloaded. But I'm trying to get them on. I want to hear. I want to hear their opinion. You know, we gotta listen to them too. Let's see what they got to say. I don't think they're gonna call in, bro. I really, really, really don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I know, hey, hey, I know I wouldn't. If I'm a licensed barber, I know I wouldn't want none of this heat going on on this line right now. You know, well, so, you know, he might, he, he might, he might, he might show the same guts and 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 that he have when he stand up in the barber shop in Korea. He might get on the phone and be a telephone tough guy. You know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I have a telephone. Tell I have a quick, I have a quick question for everyone. Go ahead, go ahead, good brother. Look, look like I'm trying to get them on the line, but for some reason it's not acting right. But go ahead. Uh, um, I want. Well, I'm from South Carolina. I'm just curious about this. Do anyone in in the state? Do y'all have a barber association? Yes, sir. Yeah, we but I, 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 we barber association. Yeah, I've, I've cut on the military base. We have associations, and um, yeah, I mean I can answer that question. Yeah, yeah, I, I know in uh, yeah. South Carolina we have one, but you know I, I know a lot of states that doesn't. That's why I was, I was just curious. That's all. Oh uh, yeah, we, we, have, we have one here in, in Ohio. You know we're working to build it up stronger, but yeah, we do have one here in Ohio. Okay, I was just curious. Okay, just, yeah, yeah. It is so, hey, hey, bad we don't have enough that. to support it. Exactly. Can you hear me? Respect. Exactly. Respect. Can you hear me? Respect. Respect. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay, yo. I just wanted to say one thing. You know. 
as far as as far as us as barbers, you know, fighting for this thing that we're fighting for right now, we also got to realize that everybody's trying to make money. But yeah, hey, but, hey, but we, you know what, Jay Hunt, we can't be concerned, man. It, 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 it's the money part that messes the whole thing up because. Without the money, you know, people 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 keep the respect and the and the, and the dignity with the game and quit looking at the money. If, if you look at the tradition of the trade and what we're supposed to be doing, man, it ain't all about the money. We're supposed to be touching this community. So when when the, when the money comes in, that's when it all gets mixed up. So, but uh, hey, hey hold well, on. The only hot, reason why. One more time. The only reason why. A few more people that here. Is because. You know, I think we need to talk to some people who who got barbershops where they run on commission because then things start getting to more of a paper chase but it's a, where it's, you... It, yeah, it, don't, it don't matter how you run your shop. A bootlegger is a bootlegger. Illegal is illegal. So, you know, that's, that, that, that's just period, point blank. I don't care if you're on commission. I don't care if you're on blueprint. Well, yeah, hey, illegal is illegal. Well, well, you know, but guys, you know, we've been talking about this all night. It really boiled down to that shop owner allowing unlicensed bar practitioners to practice in this shop. That's who we need to aim this whole conversation at because if I'm hungry and I'm unlicensed and you let me work, I'm going to work to feed my family. If you don't let me work, then I'm going to have to figure out how to go to school, get a license, so I can do what I was doing at home for $10. Now I can do it in the shop for 25 and 30 Because ain't, ain't nobody, I'm going to tell you, Alex will tell you, I was cutting hair in downtown Atlanta 10 years ago and wasn't picking up a razor and getting $30 a haircut. So, so oh, yeah. the, the point of, the point of, but ain't nobody going to give you, a few people going to give you $30 at home. They ain't coming to your house because they want to drink some wine. They want you to have on white linen. They want you to be professional. They want to be in an atmosphere where they seen as a baller and they get their hair cut. They gonna give you thirty dollars with a ten dollar tip. That's what they paying for. Oh, yeah. That ambiance. They ain't paying you forty dollars to cut hair at your house. You but I mean, we, we gotta we, we gotta get some you can't get it at you can't get it at home like you get it in the shop. There's no place like the barbershop. <laughs> Hey, hey, y'all, hold on. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all realize we've been on this line like an hour and a half, man. The, the show is scheduled for 90 minutes, but we're taking it a little over. So, hey, y'all in the barber zone right here with your man, Chavez. We're in overtime right now. We got so many people on the line. We still got people. And, y'all, we're going to get everybody in. I, I still got a caller from the 614 right here in Columbus. I got a caller from the 740. So, everybody that's been on the line tonight, man, this whole 90 minutes, I appreciate it. You're taking out the time of your schedule to jump on my show so we can enlighten some other people in this industry that we love. So, man, I appreciate everybody, and I love just what we're doing, man. We need to do this more. So, y'all, become a friend of of the Barber Zone on Blog Talk Radio and share it with your friends, man, so we can be on here. I don't care how long we're on here. As long as we talk about something positive and something that's going to help this trade, this career, this lifestyle that I love, I'm with it. So, y'all, hey, we got a caller right here from the 614. We're going to see. Welcome to the Barber Zone. Who, who we got on the line from the 614? This is Felicia the Great. What's happening? What's up with you, good sir? 
All right, man. I was just listening in, getting all that good news. And um, okay, okay. You know, it's, it's it's a lot of things going on. You know, Choppy, I, I mess with you every day, and uh, I appreciate the good good knowledge you're spreading out, man. And, and it's real out here, and uh, it ain't always about the money, like you said. You know what I'm saying? And it, we got to keep our stuff tight. You know, and and use the oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. He's a known brother for keeping it 100, and, and a lot of people know me, but it's all good. And um, I just wanted to just just give you props and just offer my support, man. I'm just, like you said, you know what I mean? You want to hear a lot of input or whatever. I, I like to hear the input from other people from other cities. And I'm, I'm amazed we got people calling from other cities right now. So I just want to say we keep it Hey, yeah, we got barber love on here, man, from all over the country, man. Hey, this is how we do it in the barber zone. And this is my man, Fenici, man, right right here in the shop with me, man. I appreciate you calling in to the show, listening in, showing a little barber love, man. So, but, hey, y'all, that's how we do it, man. We got we got to support and promote each other because that's the only way. That's the only way we're going to get some cohesiveness in, in, in this trade, man, is if we support and encourage each, each other. Yeah, we can only cut so much hair before we start trying to before you start killing yourself health wise. Believe me, I tried to run two shops in two different cities and cut all the hair that I could. And, and, and the doctor told me, "Hey man, you got to settle down, man, before you kill yourself." So y'all, you can only cut so much hair. The thing we need to do is be able to spread this barber love where wherever anybody goes to get a haircut they know they're getting a quality haircut. Yeah, we got to stop yeah. this, stop this fighting back and forth with each other, man, on, 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 on who's the tightest or on who's the best. Leave that for the competition. But when it comes to this day-to-day haircutting in your city, in your community, y'all, we, it, it needs to be about love, man. Everybody can make the same amount of money. Let's, let's have some prices across the board. And so we don't have some people cutting for $20 and some people cutting for $5. Come on, man. We look crazy to the people. We got one shot charging $20. We got one shot charging $5 for the same thing. Y'all, if we get on the same board, everybody can make $25. Well, well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in on the prices, man. I was a college kid, man. When I was getting my hair cut, my barber cut my hair for free because he knew I was going to college. I cut people's hair based upon their economic situation. Oh, yeah. Hey, believe me. Hey, believe me. I understand. I mean, believe me. I'm, I'm, talk, I'm, talking, about, I'm talking about industry standards. That's what I'm talking about. I, we, we, all, we, we always have exceptions. I went to Central State, man, historically black college in, in Wilberforce, Ohio. Yeah, I was cutting people's hair for $2.40. You know what I mean? I was I was doing that. I wasn't I wasn't charging people twenty and twenty five dollars like I do right now because that wasn't the situation that I was in. So what I'm talking about is industry standards for barbers. Of course, of course, I'm, of course, I'm still go to the church and I'm gonna cut hair for free. Of course, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go out and here in a little bit and I'm gonna cut hair for toys. Well, no, I'm talking about industry standards when people look at our industry and say, how much should a haircut be? When they walk in the barbershop and I say $20, that people shouldn't go, oh, no, I can go down the street for five. 
No, they should come in and say they should come in and already know it's going to be $20. And I'm going to get a good haircut because I'm going to a professional licensed barber. That's what we need to do. We we, we, we need to build that up, man. Everybody needs to be doing this. I want to see everybody ride nice because we have standards set in our industry. I was just you know what I mean? That's, that's crazy. We the only thing that don't have no standards. A haircut ain't a haircut if people don't like their haircut. So it, it, it's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing when you have your patron get up and get out, out the chair and be like, man, I'm going to refer you to somebody else because you're doing such a good job. So that's what one thing I try to focus on, you know what I mean, putting my heart and soul into a cut. And I appreciate all my fellow barbers that do the same thing because – you know, you you getting that person a good job. You're making a good first impression with your haircuts when you, you know, when you put it down. You know what I mean? Everybody needs to understand that's in the barber game. That people, when they come and pay that twenty dollars, they want a twenty dollar haircut. They don't want no five dollar haircut. You know what I'm saying? Well, so when you're putting it on them, person, that's a beautiful thing to have them get up and look in the mirror and, and want to pop their collar. That's a beautiful well, thing. Well, I can tell you this, man. A professional barber get more than a haircut. I mean, it's a real service. You educate and the conversation. You're right. It ain't just about the haircut. It's about the conversation, too, and the positivity that we bring to the community. I just want to share one thing that that, that is something that a barber also does to a patron when they come in. Something that you can say say to them or have a motto is... Probably, you know, most people come in, if they got hair all over their head and on their face, they kind of look old. But how old they are is their business. But how young they look is our business. Right on, right on. Hey, hey, somebody's phone, is bre- somebody's phone is breaking up real bad. But, hey, y'all, you know what? We're we going to wrap this up, man. We've been on here for a long time talking about this barber business. And y'all know, this is something that we love. So something that you love, you can talk about it all day and all night. But, hey, y'all, y'all been in the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez, right here, the Barber Zone Barber Studio, 3839 South High Street, right here in Columbus, Ohio. So, y'all, hey, I appreciate y'all. This is the end of the show. Y'all, make sure you become a friend of the Barber Zone at blogtalkradio.com slash barberzone. So you know, hey, we'll be on here every Monday at and 11 p.m. Eastern right. Standard Time. Hey, hey. Le- 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So hey, make sure you tell somebody. And next week, next week we just gonna keep it simple. We gonna see. We gonna. We've been talking about bootleg barbering and all that. And if you look at the schedule, I already got this schedule. We talking about what motivated, what inspired you who encouraged you to be a barber. So next week, it's about some old self-testimonial. What encouraged you to, 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 to be in this trade? You know, we're coming through the holiday season, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. So, y'all, be thankful for what God has given you. Be thankful for these skills that he's given you. Be thankful that this, for this strong voice that you displayed on this show today that we can use this man to build our trade. So as we go through this Thanksgiving season, man, just be thankful for what God has given us in our shop. 
and this and, and, and this voice that he's given us to touch people every day. You know, we talking about back and forth about, you know, bootleg barbers and this, that and the other. But y'all, we all have this passion. We all have this ability that God has given us. We just have to educate it, direct it in the right way. If you see a young brother or a young sister that has the passion to be a barber, sow into that person. Let them know how important it is to become a professional. This is not this is not just a hustle. This is a career. This is a lifestyle. This is something you can do for the rest of your life till God takes the breath from your body. So let's let's have some pride and let's let's grow our trade by sowing into the individuals that we see who are eager and passionate about this trade that we love. Not build them down because a lot of people don't know. People perish because of lack of education, man. And when you know better, you do better. You know, we have some we have some great examples in our industry where you can make a lot of money. You can be a celebrity barber. You can travel with celebrities. You can live the you can live the life of a rock star. But then you can also be a community star. So y'all. As y'all go through the day, man, like the motto I have here, man, come get your head right. That's what we do. We get our head right, we get our heart right. So thank y'all again for listening to the Barber Zone. Y'all could have been doing something else all this time, but y'all spent the time with your man at the very moment. Hey, as I go out, I say Barber love to everybody. And y'all, like the roots say, I'm doing it again. Hey, y'all. Peace until next week, man. God Peace and hair my brother. Hey, Javed, let, make sure they don't call in with them iPhone ones and them Galaxy ones next time so we can hear them on the phone now. <laughs> hey, what you say? Step your phone game up. <laughs> oh, that's what you're saying. Hey, don't be talking about my droid, man. Don't be talking about my droid. It's the phone. Droid. Hey, man, good night, y'all. Hey. Hey, good night, y'all. Right, 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 right. All right, you're going to learn today, baby. Bob, life for life. Chill, chill. Yes, yes. I'll let y'all Get some sleep so y'all can get up and open the shop Everybody in the morning. Everybody be blessed, man. I'm out. All right. Well, uh, get some sleep so you can open the shop in the morning. I'm there. <laughs> God got his hands on that man. That man going to be up in the morning doing his job.